Hey, church, it's Pastor Mike. Welcome to my seven-minute almost daily podcast where we're just trying to adapt to the cultural changes that we find ourselves in, the stuff the pandemic has pushed upon us, pretty much unavoidable. But we're leaning in, trying to figure out how to get better. We call it ReChurch. Oh, man, that was so fun. I can't even wait to tell you what I just spent four hours doing. But first, we got to talk about the news, you know, but let's do it. Let's talk sports, right? Let's talk sports. How about that? Talk sports. Let's talk. What's going on? Uh, the Masters is going on. It's normally in April when the the days are... Uh, much longer. The sunlight lasts much longer. So it's kind of weird later in the round, you see all these shadows on the course. You're just not used to seeing, but um, one of the, one of the best uh, golf courses in the world, one of the greatest tournaments of all time. Uh, Let's see what's going on. Paul Casey's in first. I I think that's his first name. Paul just says Casey here. I think it's, I don't follow golf that closely anymore. Followed by three Americans, um, including Justin Thomas, so three tied for second, and then eight guys tied for fifth. Oosthausen, Westwood, Reed Woods, Wolf Scott, Fratelli. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, it's fun. They're just kicking off today, just getting started, kicking off. Sorry, mix my sports metaphors there. Wow, there's a bunch of other Americans involved in this. Wow, they got that doing good. Larry Mize, he's like 60-something. Matt Kuchar, he's kind of old too, but like 40s. Larry Mize. Yeah, I think that guy's got to be at least 60. He's older than me. I know that. All right. So Masters is there. They're, uh, they've teed off. Thursday's in the books. Wait, I think they said it was suspended. Yeah. Again, it, it probably got dark. All right. Football. Football. Um, here, here's what's going on. We're, we're about to halfway point. There's 16 games in a season. I don't know. They, they changed that this year. I think they're doing 16 games. And so they're halfway through the season. And here's, catch this, um, the NFC East. So even if you're not a football fan, you've probably heard of these teams. Philadelphia Eagles, right? Um, the Washington uh, uh, the Washington football team, uh, Dallas Cowboys, and the New York Giants, right? Those are all good football teams. <laughs> Nobody in that um, division has a winning record. The best team of the Eagles, and they're three and four. <laughs> That's funny. And um, of course, there's always uh, one undefeated team makes it to 7-0 and or 8-0. and And um, you could probably guess who that is. And then uh, one last thing. Um, the Packers play the Jaguars this week. The Packers lead the NFC North. They're 6-2. and two. And the Jaguars are in last place, last place in the AFC South. Terrible. And the odds of the Packers beating the Jaguars just straight up, no points, is like a thousand to one. And and so if you bet, if you bet on the Packers to beat the Jaguars this week, if you bet a thousand dollars, um, you're gonna win like ninety dollars. <laughs> if you bet, if you bet a thousand bucks, if you bet a hundred bucks. Um, you're going to win like 10 bucks that it's like, it's not, 
It's not worth it. Like they're going to win. Okay. So, but somebody, somebody, um, made a wager in Vegas of $99,000. They put $99,000 on the Packers to win. So they're going to, if they win, if the Packers win, that guy's going to win or that gal's going to win 9,000 bucks. I can tell you right now, it ain't worth the anxiety. Put $99,000 on the Packers to win is not worth the horrible anxiety this person is going to face all day long because the weather's going to be bad, which equalizes the game, right? And because it's going to be in Green Bay, I think. <clears throat> and, and there's a reason they play every game. You don't just go, well, there's no sense playing that. The Packers are going to win because the underdog can always figure out a way <laughs> to win. <laughs> This guy or this gal is going to be a basket case by the end of day. I'm going to watch that game now just because of that ridiculous decision. But that's what our world is full of right now. A lot of people making a lot of ridiculous decisions, but this one is going to be, <laughs> this is going to be fun. All right. Um, what we did today that was so much fun is what we're calling conversations in the round. As you know, every other week at Vista, we're doing an in-person gathering, the new church in the round, worship in the round, um, and we're only doing that every other week. And so on the off week, we're doing this new thing where not just I bring the message, but two or three of us bring the message. Today, it was Adam and Justin and me. We're sitting at um, sitting at some tables, and uh, Pastor Tammy, is. it's going to be a lot like church, but different. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to air at the same time, Sunday morning. Pastor Tammy leads us in a time of worship. And then we just open up and have this three-way conversation about last week's content on repentance. And it was a blast. I love that forum. So fun. Uh, we had a blast. I hope you tune in. It's going to be great. We answer four questions this week. The first one is, What's the prodigal son story all about? Number two, how much is culture shaping you? In, in, with respect to how, the, how Jesus should be shaping you, how much is the culture really shaping us? The short answer is more than you think. Number three, how do you come to your senses? When, when, when you don't have a clue, how do you come to your senses? The prodigal son came to his senses. How do you come to your senses? And then number four, once you repent, once you are made aware of your sin, acknowledge and confess your sin, turn away from your sin and back to God, what are the new rhythms to put in place so that your mind can be transformed by Christ? Paul exhorts us to no longer conform to the patterns of this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. It's these rhythms, good rhythms, godly rhythms that are necessary for us. We've got to get this figured out. We're going to keep talking about it. In these uncertain times where everything is upside down and our old ways of, of doing Christianity and church aren't there, it is essential that we get this figured out. Stay tuned. We're going to talk about this a bunch. 